Welcome to the Cogcast, hosted by Cognation Robotics, the podcast that teaches you about all things STEAM related. My name is Justin Papoff, and today we'll be interviewing another career professional who's going to tell us about what they've done, how they've done it, and how your young learners can apply their lessons to their own educational journey. We hope that this is an action-packed lesson for you, and we hope that this is one that is enjoyable, one that you can apply to your own classroom, and one that your students will benefit from. Let's get started. Eugel Tekin is the founder and CEO of Robota, an organization which facilitates robotics workshops for children and teens between the ages of 6 and 19. Before working on his company full-time, Eugel had experience as the Director of Distance Learning at Adelum University, as a Chief Information Officer in the military, as an ICT instructor, and much more. Robotum acts as a consultant to schools and institutions interested in technology education and competitive robotics. Their talented team of youth builders and programmers routinely attend national and international competitions, including but not limited to First Lego League Junior, First Lego League, and World Robot Olympiad. Having four degrees, Eugel is a well-educated and experienced individual. After completing two undergraduate degrees in management and computer science, he earned his master's in education technology. He then earned his PhD based on his research into the effects of robotics on mathematics. Without any further delay, let's introduce our guest, Eugel Tekin. Okay, so hi, Eugel. How are you doing today? Hi, Justin. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm oh, very good. Very good. Thank you for coming on to the podcast and for uh, you know sharing your expertise with all of our listeners. Uh, my first question for you, I wanted uh, you know maybe you take a minute or so just to explain uh, you know to people who don't know you uh, who you are and uh, what you're currently doing. Uh, good to be here. Thank you very much, and it's my pleasure uh, to join uh, your uh, podcast. My name is Yujal Tekin. Uh, I'm PhD uh, doctor on educational technology. Um, I have my own uh, company named Robotum. Robotum means my robot in English. It means my my robot. So in my company, uh, I'm uh, I'm working on uh, new teaching technologies like robotics teaching and uh, uh, designing, computer aid designing, and uh, so on. From uh, kindergarten to uh, high school, 12th uh, level, uh, 12th grade students, uh, I have a workshop center, after school center. Uh, I am giving after school courses to uh, children from kindergarten to high school. And also, I'm giving advisory uh, to uh, different schools, different level schools. And I have my own uh, computer and uh, robotic courses laboratory. I design a mm-hmm. laboratory. Wow. Wow. And yeah, so it sounds like you're, you're doing a lot at Robotum. Uh, what's... I guess your favorite or maybe the most rewarding part of, uh, you know, your work with the company or your work, you know, working with kids, what's, what's the, the most valuable part of your day? Would you say? 
uh, the most valuable part of uh, my job is uh, you're preparing kids for the next uh, century. You know, the 21st century is very important and the 21st century skills are very important. By the way, I have another business I'm doing with uh, university, one of the leading universities of Turkey. Uh, its name is Başkent University. And with that university, I have a teacher's training program. It's very important. Uh, in this program, uh, we are teaching uh, teachers uh, who, who, who are aiming to teach computer uh, and, uh, sorry, robotics. And I, I'm giving robotics courses to the teachers. Teachers are from all around the world. So some of them doesn't have physical robotics uh, sets, uh, robotics educational set. So I'm using a virtual robotics set. You know, uh, virtual robotics set is very amazing. Uh, you know, uh, how, how did I discover this robot? I want to share this story. It's very um, important for me. Uh, when I was in a course, in a physical course, teacher training course, one of the ladies asked me how to try her code at home. She said she, she doesn't have a robotics set and it's very expensive. And I began to search on the internet and I found a virtual, a virtual robotics toolkit. And uh, I sent a message to uh, CEO of the uh, company, Cognition Robotics CEO. Uh, and uh, Larry, he's, he's my uh, really very good friend. Uh, and he answered me, uh, our journey begins with that uh, email. Then I became, uh, I became a distributor of the company, the uh, virtual robotics toolkit. And I, I prepare a course using this virtual robotics toolkit. So uh, I have been giving that course for the last two years. And it's, uh, it has been two years. And I think I taught uh, more than 5,000 teachers by using this robotics toolkit. This is uh, wow. an amazing story for me. Yeah, wow, 5,000. I, I, I knew that you were running that course, but I had no idea it was that many teachers and, and, and yeah, students, wow. Um, what's, I guess, the one thing, you know, if you had to pick just one that you learn from, you know, this experience teaching, not just with virtual robotics toolkit, but, uh, you know, teaching these courses, uh, everything that you do, what, what do you learn from your students and, and uh, the other trainers? Uh, you know, teaching uh, teaching is uh, interactive activity. While you are teaching, uh, you are learning at the same time. And uh, my students all, are all around uh, Turkey, and some of them uh, living in a very bad condition. And uh, so, uh, this is uh, very proud of uh, me uh, because I'm teaching them. Uh, virtually and with, with an online course. And uh, it's uh, very, 
good experience for me to, to reach them because uh, they can't reach this kind of education uh, without an online course. And this is a very express, uh, impressive part of my job, to reaching the people with uh, disadvantaged people. I can reach disadvantaged people by this way. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's great. You know what you're doing. You know, giving giving some disadvantaged people a, a chance to you know have an equal opportunity for the same or your similar education. Yeah, it's very very important what you're doing. Um, I know I, I read in a, an article somewhere that you know you have a son and he brought robots to his school one time and he was just so proud <laughs> of that. Um, what did that feel like to you as a parent uh, when, you know, he was describing how excited he was and how excited his friends were when he brought robots to school? Um, yeah, what did, what did that feel like for you? Uh, my son uh, is uh, very, very uh, smart and he likes to uh, uh, um, studying with robots and uh, he's uh, actually, he, he's the, uh, one of my first uh, students uh, while teaching robots. So uh, he, he has many experience in uh, fir first uh, Lego League. He has more than five season uh, experience in first Lego League. And he also mm -hmm. has uh, more than five uh, season WDR experience. And uh, now he is uh, in my FRC first robotics team and he is the second year in the first robotics team and I believe that uh, he is ready to uh, he he's just in the second year of the high school he has two more years to, uh, to begin the university but uh, he can code with uh, using Java and the Python and uh, I think he is ready uh, for the university life uh, Two years earlier, yeah. Wow, and I'm wow. very so, proud of him. Yeah, I, I bet. Like, what's what's that feel like knowing that your son can, you know, code in in those languages? Like, are you are, are you surprised? Were you were you uh, you know, are you do you feel like you can just let him go and and be ready mm -hmm. for the real world now? Or what what's that feel like to you? Well, one day I offer him to begin in my company uh, right away. And I ask him that, uh, can you begin uh, tomorrow in my company to, uh, uh, as a teacher? And he said, no, uh, I should go to university. <laughs> uh, yes, I didn't get surprised because uh, I, I knew that uh, this, this uh, direction is the right direction. Because since his 11 years, he's in the coding. He's in the robotics teaching environment. We went to international robotics competitions and the local robotics competitions. And you know what is the important side of being in robotics activities? You need to solve a lot of problem. You need to solve a lot of physical problem. And uh, this gets ready 
you for the real life problem. And uh, if you can get over uh, solving this kind of problem and uh, mathematics problem and the other science problem uh, will be very easier for, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I certainly agree with you there. Uh, you know, you uh, have been teaching with virtual robotics as well as physical robotics. I know uh, what's one thing that you've noticed has been the greatest advantage to teaching with virtual versus uh, physical, if there are any, um, what's one yeah, ma major advantage that physical robots just don't provide? I think uh, physical robots uh, are uh, better educational uh, tools for younger kids, uh, especially uh, be between the age eight and 11. But after uh, 11 years old, uh, I think virtual robotics is the best way because with the virtual robot uh, robotics, uh, you can you can do anything uh, in your computer. You, why, for example, uh, I'm preparing my own uh, lessons at home by using uh, virtual robotics. I don't have a, a big table at my home. I can lay down on sofa and uh, put my laptop uh, on my hack and then. I can uh, prepare my content using a uh, uh, virtual robotics toolkit and uh, I can reach out uh, people on online and uh, virtual robot is, uh, I believe, as effective as uh, real robots, physical robots. It's maybe sometimes it's more practical than uh, the real robots. Hey, yeah, yeah. And uh, one, one thing that I noticed, you know, about virtual um, was that, you know, you could play with the gravity. I mean, that's, I'm still very new <laughs> to, to the software because, you know, I haven't been with the company that long, but uh, I was playing with the gravity settings. And I was like, whoa, you can, you can put zero gravity. You can, you know, you can yes. make it go opposite direction. And, and I was like, wow, like, you know, you could never do that in real life. So, I mean, that was just really fun to play around with. And yeah, just all the different physics settings. So cool. <laughs> um, you know, what, uh, I guess, what are you excited about in the next maybe 10 years or so uh, for not just the world of STEAM, but technology, you know, anything anything related to, to technology, science, engineering, or mathematics, arts, what are you excited about? Uh, what advancements are you, are you predicting um, and, and waiting to see? Uh, in the next 10 years, I think uh, we will leave uh, a lot of experience in uh, health, uh, in health sector, in, in, in medical sector, and uh, all the uh, medical um, medical tests will be on the uh, home site. You know, uh, now we are going to a medical center and we have some medical tests at the center. And the most of the tests is on, uh, uh, you should go to a medical center. I think in the next 10 year, uh, most of the medical tests will be on uh, uh, home site 
and uh, by using uh, by using wearable technologies, uh, I think we will see a lot of uh, new uh, new uh, materials and new technologies in the medical side. Uh, I, it, it will be the uh, first. Uh, how can I say? First, market will be very affected with uh, new technologies. Medical market, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I certainly agree. You know, they're they're moving so fast in that area that I'm sure in the next ten years I won't be able to even recognize. You know, what the <laughs> medical field of today is like. Um, you know, you. I have a really interesting background. You know, you started out in defense, I know, um, and then you transitioned to education and, and uh, of course, you know, science and technology. Yes. What has that transition been like uh, for you? And would there be any advice that you could give to someone maybe out there who's, you know, considering a similar transition? Maybe they're, uh, you know, like in a role right now and they want to get into education or they maybe want to change career paths. Uh, what was that like for you? Justin, actually, uh, you know, life is changing very fast, and uh, we need to we need to change ourselves also. Uh, in the uh, in the earlier days, uh, for example, in in our parents' life, people uh, wasn't changing too much, but in their time, life is also not changing too much. In our time life is changing very fast uh, if you if you think about 20 years uh, or, uh, before 20 years ago uh, there was no facebook and there was no um, smart watches and there was no smart uh, telephones and life is changing so uh, very fast uh, i graduated from a military school and uh, i was a military officer and I retired uh, from the military as a uh, colonel. I, uh, as a, I'm a retired colonel, and uh, during my during my military uh, service, I finished my computer science education. Comp uh, it was a uh, military program, and uh, uh, actually, I I studied uh, management. During my war school uh, study, I studied uh, management, and then eight years later, I finished computer science. Uh, I graduated from computer science from the university. I give a one year uh, <coughs> one. Uh, we let we let us go to university for one year, and I finished computer science. And when I come back from the university, uh, I, I served as a computer officer. Uh, and when I uh, retired from the before retiring from the military, I also finished my uh, master of thesis on uh, distance education. And uh, when I retired from the military. I was finished uh, my, my master on educational technology. So uh, I, I began as a distance uh, education center director in one of the 
University and I have a four-year experience as a distance learning center director and uh, during those days I also uh, finished my PhD it was on uh, effect uh, teaching it, it was it was on mathematics teaching by using uh, robotics so uh, I changed step by step you can say yeah yeah well you know that sounds like a really interesting career trajectory and sounds like you have a lot of different types of experiences yes. it's really really interesting to hear about um, I've read in a couple past articles that you were featured in that you know you think that in the future, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the future, you know, the classroom is going to be much less uh, physical and, you know, the walls uh, of the classroom are going to evaporate and it's going to be, you know, more distance and, and more online. Uh, and I think, I believe you said that 50% of all departments uh, are going to be like online. Is that, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I gave an interview uh, and I said that, uh, I gave an interview uh, one year ago, one year ago, before the uh, pandemic. And I said that uh, most part of the education will be online. Maybe the 50% will be online uh, in a soon. And, uh, and then after pandemic, it, it got through. And I believe that educational will also change. Educational, education will also change. Education should be very individual activity. In my core, in, in my workshop center, there is no classroom uh, teaching. In my workshop center, uh, there are ten students at uh, in one hour, maybe uh, ten students, and ten students are doing ten different things. They are following the same program, but. Uh, the, their pays are different, and so the program is consists of thirty lessons. One can finish the thirty lessons in fifteen week. Maybe the others can finish uh, that program forty five uh, in forty five weeks. You know, uh, it depends on your uh, early life uh, and uh, your knowledge level, your age, and. Uh, different factors so education must be individual i i certainly agree and i'm not sure if you're uh you know familiar with adam l uh, rafia i'm probably butchering the pronunciation of his name but uh he's yes. a 10 year old boy and uh you know he was very advanced uh in his education journey and yes. he was very upset that he couldn't apply to some jobs because he wasn't old enough or you know <laughs> he was very upset that he was being held back in school so you know, your your notion that education should be very personal is reminding me a lot of what he has said, too, because he's like, yeah, I just want to have, you know, my individual <laughs> education. I don't want to be stuck with everyone else. And yeah, that's, that's great. I, I certainly agree there. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. And I have really enjoyed my conversation with you today. But I'll just ask you one more thing. Um, if you could get one message out to, you know, every student, uh, every teacher, um, what would that be uh, if you could, you know, share it to the world just by saying it now? Uh, what the, 
I think uh, I should say that uh, if you want to do something, just begin very fast and do uh, some prototype. Don't wait uh, for complex planning and so on. I always begin very fast and I, I always begin to finish a prototype. Then that prototype will help you to improve yourself. Yes. Start yeah. immediately. What do you think? I, I agree. That's a, that's a great message. Um, and yeah, thank you once again for coming onto the podcast. Uh, would you like to share any, you know, social media links, maybe uh, your, your own personal uh, Twitter, or Facebook, LinkedIn, or maybe your company social media? Maybe they can follow me from uh, robotum uh, underscore uh, dot net. Bottom underscore dot net. Yes. Great. Perfect. Well, Thank you, Eugel, once again for speaking with me. I had a great time talking. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much, Justin. That concludes our conversation. Did you enjoy the podcast? Did you learn something new? Let us know by emailing your feedback to support at cognation.com. That's support at cognation.com. Or you can reach us on social media using the hashtag VRTCogCast. That's hashtag VRTCogCast. Tune in for the next episode with another leader in the steam industry. My name is Justin Papoff. Thank you for joining us.